Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. We have a very special guest today all the way from Western Florida. He's the former associate vice president at Boward College, and he's been doing triathlons before people even knew what triathletes were. Give it up for Mr. Norman Severs. How are you doing today, sir? Good morning, Darren. Good morning. How are you? I am doing well. I cannot complain. Actually, I, I, I'm probably in need of an assistant. I got to get get these dates or at least a calendar all squared away so I don't have uh, mass confusion. But anyhow, I'm so glad to get you back on the show. We uh, we recorded this previously and um, I deleted the audio, the the video. Ah, man, it's terrible. But I'm glad you well, made wherever this. Hmm? You need a calendar. I need a techie because I'm still not sure I'm getting this right. But if I don't, I'll get it sooner or later. No, you got it. You you definitely had it right. I had your uh, your your video, and I went to sync the two. I'm like, oh man, did I did I delete it? I didn't put it on my jump drive. But in any event, I'm glad to have you back on um to be able to share it with the with the audience. Before we get too uh, far along, I gotta know, Norm, are you a five bucks man or are you a D and D man? I'm going with Starbucks. Okay, okay. Well, let's let's just jump right into it. You know, how long have you been doing um, triathletes, and what what led you down that that path? I've been doing triathlons since 1987. That was my very first race, and uh, I had seen a, a, a viewing of Ironman on uh, Wide World of Sports in the early 80s. And when I got to Florida, I just couldn't wait to uh, give the sport a try. I'd been a runner, and so triathlons seemed like a natural way to just kind of keep. Uh, doing something there that, uh, you know, kept me on a, on a fitness kind of lifestyle. Okay. You, you seem to be um, – you just recently made the podium too, right? So you, you know, know, I really tried – when I first started, obviously I just wanted – I'll be perfectly honest with the audience. I just wanted to, you know, be there and participate. But then when you get there and I was the only black person there and people would say, you know, uh, so nice for you to be here. You know, and it was like it was just nice for me to be there. And I, I thought, no, 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 I want you guys to know – that, that you know, I can perform at the highest level, the highest highest level in my age group, just like you guys can. So then my quest, yes, yeah, was to podium, and that that's always been. Uh, I try to race once uh, once a month, that's twelve times a year, and my goal is to you know try to get on the podium five or six times that I go out. So yeah, I wanna I wanna win. Mm. And you recently did that this month, right? Wasn't it uh, earlier this month? You um, so you beat out a couple of a couple of older guys in your age group and um, was placed second. Yeah, I was fortunate down in Key West. Uh, there's a, a four-race series here, and I was fortunate to get down there. And like you said, there's, uh, you know, the older you get, the fewer people you got to be, right? So there's like six, <laughs> seven, guys, six or seven guys by age group there. And uh, so, yeah, glad to get in there and uh, be, be second place. I'm going to go down to the Miami Man next month. We'll see what we can do down there. Oh, man. that You, you are an inspiration. And um, from what I understand, you made it to uh, – I became familiar with your, your, your story. And for those who don't know, we just share like a brief hit and a snippet of, of what led you into um, – you, you know, you talked about the world, why world of sports and seeing it, but you were a runner beforehand. And so how do people make that trans- – how did you make that transition from uh, running and then getting into the world of uh, triathletes? Well, there wasn't as much information around, certainly in the, in the early 80s as there is now. You know, you didn't have all the mm-hmm. magazines – the media 
but there was a good triathlon club here, and uh, mm-hmm. those guys, uh, you know, uh, accepted me. They helped me learn the sport. They were all a couple of them had already been to Kona, so they really, okay. they really kind of arms to me, helped me, helped me learn the sport, and you just slowly, you know, added in the cycling and added in the uh, the swimming. Yeah, just just through a tri club, really. Hmm. That's all right, and 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 then you you have a um, a, you just recently pitched a <clears throat> adult swimming course to uh to a church organization, huh? Yes, I really you know that in Florida, uh, Derek, the 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 drown rate for African Americans and Hispanics is, is way way out of kilter with with other groups. And a buddy of mine has real passion for this. He really convinced me to get an adult learn to swim certification. I did that. And then we thought, okay, how, where do we find large groups of African Americans that we can talk to this? Well, obviously, the church is one place. So we approached mm-hmm. the church too. They accepted the idea, and now we're just trying to put the details of the plan together as how we go forward. But I'm really excited that you know maybe we can move the needle, needle just a little bit in terms of one helping people to swim, but also Derek, you know, with our issues of of uh, hypertension and diabetes and all that, uh, swimming is one of the best fitness things that you can adapt. So hopefully we can do a couple of things that can, you know, make a difference in people's lives. That's a, so what, what, what drives you to continue to, to do these, um, I wouldn't think extracurricular activities or just a way of kind of continuing to give back to the community. Uh, you're certainly retired and you don't necessarily have to be doing these things, but you, you seem very active for someone who is, uh, you know, doesn't have to do it. What drives you to do that? Yeah, you know, I guess it's just your, 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 where you grew up. You know, my parents, my parents did that. My mom and dad were close by. My grandparents were close by. And, you know, not to, not to be preacher, but very blessed with, you know, the way my life has worked out. And I just feel it's an obligation, you know, if we all, as black folks, as human beings, really, but certainly I'm worried about us right now. Uh, if we can mm-hmm. really help each other um, uh, turn around, you know, if, you, if, you, if you've gone a couple rungs up the ladder, turn around and, and stick a hand back so – I will always, uh, I will always do that. You know, it's just what I, I feel I'm obligated to do. That's all right, man. There's, there's certainly nothing, nothing, uh, nothing wrong with that at all. Um, and then there's a, um, a, a program that you were, you, you had got involved with. And I first started um, running, and I did a, uh, a couple of half marathons. And then, you know, the second year I did this half marathon, I, I, I raised funds for a charity, um, Best Buddies here in, in, in Ch- uh, Cheshire, Connecticut. Now there's a program that's similar to that that's um that you're a part of Compass. Uh would you tell the folks a little bit about uh that Compass and how you got involved with um that program? Yeah, a guy ran into runs a uh runs a gym here and his son was born really um um with you know, they call it uh, differently able, but but basically, you know, Michael really cannot move very much and uh mm-hmm. Jim has raced with him since Michael's little kid. Now he's like twenty or something. And uh, we were talking about triathlons and all that. He just kind of got the local triathlon community involved and the running community involved. And like I said, triathletes, endurance sports, uh, sports people, they're, they're really just, just good people. They, they want to help. So yeah, I went out and, and did some pushing with them first in a road race and then got mm-hmm. involved and pulled behind my bike. And it's just really, really rewarding to see those folks' faces light up for that one period when they're out there you know, running with your, swimming with your, biking with your, whatever. So it's it's just a special kind of thing, Derek. Yeah, something else mm-hmm. to help out. And, again, you know, I, I just believe if you can make a little bit of difference, if we all just make a little bit of difference, then, you know, we can, you know, we can move the needle in a big way. Definitely, definitely. Now, you, had the, you were fortunate to um, be one of the, 
the first um, African-American male to make the U.S. long course nationals team. Um, that was this yeah. year, right? Absolutely. And I really was so sorry that I didn't get to go with my buddy Kadishi out there. But my mom is 97. She had a birthday. I had my mm-hmm. 50th high school. And I had all those things happening around the same time. I just couldn't figure out how to get out to Canada and then get back to do all those things. So just one of those things, Derek, saying, you know, I just had to pull the trigger and prioritize uh, hanging with my mom and some of that other stuff. But uh, maybe yeah. I'll get a chance to go do that again someday. That's all right, man. I mean, just, I mean, when we talked before, it's just being able to, you know, you, 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 you strive for something for so long and then you get an opportunity to be, be first in something and, and you want to do it. And then battling with the conflict of what, what do I do? And, and, and it seemed like a very simple, natural decision for, for you to just go ahead and make. And, and your mom had never seen you race. Huh? No, she had not. So I took her to Chicago with me actually to, to the Chicago Triathlon, and it was she just had a really good time, and I had my sister there with me, and Sandy, my wife. So I really just had a good time through the. We spent the week there and had a really mm-hmm. good time racing, but just really being together with family. It was a it was a special a special week there in August. It was a good time, yeah. Good, yeah. I mean that 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 memory will definitely be long lasting. I mean, that is uh, that's a quite quite the inspirational story. You also do you you've got you're pretty diverse, man. So I, I'm almost thinking that you you know you were were like undercover, uh, you know different you know secret society lifestyle because you you also teach you're like a combat instructor, right? Uh, I'm not an instructor, but you know what I did, Derek, is you know through the years I just had all these little things that you know I kind of had dropped into my they call it a bucket list, I guess I just call it little things that I wanted to do, and mm-hmm. so. Um, so now that I've got more time to do them, I'm just, you know, slowly as I have, a, have an opportunity to find, you know, a place that I can go do them. But I just think every every day that you get up, we should be learning something new. We should be growing in some way. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I've always, just, I, I'm not going to try to be as good as you are at marathons or somebody, but I, I want to be the best that I can be, you know, physically and, and mentally and spiritually and find in every way. So, Doing that is something I, I just really wanted to do, and I've got good instructors and really enjoying that group of people a couple nights a week. Mm-mm. You stay pretty, pretty – it's, it's impressive. I'm like I, – I, I'm tempted to learn how to swim. I just don't – you know, I <clears> – one <throat> of these days I'm going to get out in the pool. I had I had a, a lesson, and, um, yeah, it didn't go – it went all right, but I'm not the uh, – I was not as buoyant as I thought I, I, I should, you know – to feel comfortable getting out in open water. You know, I got a little nervous. I think I was like in the three feet. And I said, you know what? It's probably just easy to just stand up at this point instead of just sink to the bottom and drown. But, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not buoyant at, at all, Derek. I'm, I'm totally not buoyant. I'm a sinker. But what you'll find <laughs> this new uh, U.S. Masters uh, adult learn to swim, it really is mm-hmm. for people like us who are learning to swim as adults. And they take you on such a nice, gradual path. They they really appreciate the fact that you say, mm-hmm. I'm just not doing this or that. And they can get you there. I would say somebody is, as, um, you know, with your all that you've got going for you, in five to six to seven lessons, you could be swimming a lap. You might swim a lap and take a little break and come back. But you could certainly be able to swim laps in five to seven lessons. But it, it's not about being buoyant. It's really about balance. And you get a good instructor and get in that right curriculum, which mm-hmm. takes you longer swimming back and forth. Yeah, I remember being in the pool here at the YMCA 
And I got out, and the instructor, you know, it was a young, young, I mean, the, the uh, not the instructor, the, uh, the lifeguard that was there, you know, she could, not, I don't think she was smiling, but just to, it made me feel a little better and say, you know, thank you for, you know, not, not busting out laughing as, you know, I'm trying to make my way <laughs> up and down. But I think, I, I, I believe if I put my mind to it and um, say, yeah, this is something I'm going to do and kind of get out there every day. Then it, and it's, I have really no excuse if I wanted to, because it's right here in, it, it's pretty much like a, a 10 minute drive to get to the pool and get some lessons in. But my, my, my focus has been trying to, uh, to, to qualify for Boston, but I'm hearing that, that swimming is so relaxing. People just get out and just swim laps, just, just for, you know, they, they're not competing. They just, this is just their, I guess, like how I feel like I'm going to get out in the morning and go for a run. Some people just get out in the morning and go out to the, uh, the ocean or the pool and get some laps in. So you, you yeah. find it's very relaxing? Absolutely. It's relaxing. And I'll tell you something, something else you'll find will be a pleasant surprise for you. Uh, when I first went to the pool, when I started trying to get ready for traveling, I literally could not get halfway across the pool. I couldn't get forget the other side. I could get halfway across. But as I continued to to swim, what it did is it really helped me to increase my you know aerobic capacity. So a side mm-hmm. effect was I ran faster. You know, eventually you wow. body adapts. I actually ran faster that first year I was learning to swim. So you'll find that swimming will not only be a nice post run workout because it kind of seems to take that lactic out of your legs and let those mm-hmm. muscles react. But I think also you might find it a nice side effect might be, it might uh, uh, give you a little, give you a little performance boost in running. Mm. And I find it interesting. Anytime I talk to a triathlete, it's almost like they're, they're um, you guys are like advocates or, or sales reps trying to recruit runners into the sport of triathlon. You know, with the benefits that 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 will that will come with, well, increasing your running capacity, you should try this. And I and I'm like, you know what? So I've gotten a a bike. It's, I don't I haven't named this bike. It's just a Schwinn. She wins. Um, but I've been told that you know you get on this cycle and it will just do what you just talked about in terms of just getting working out the lactic acid out of your your legs and and helping with recovery and. And I'm like, you know what? Let me let me let me do some spinning on this bike, and and I can tell I feel the difference afterwards in in, in my hips. Um, you know, just sitting all day sometimes, you, you you really start to feel it in your hips. So I was like, okay, I got to do something to keep mobile before I you know seize up. I don't I don't want to seize up. <laughs> yeah, I I think you're exactly right. I mean, and you're right. I guess I guess triathletes do become you know kind of evangelists for cross training, but it certainly has. Uh, has kept me, a lot of my friends who are runners uh, that we started back in college, you know, when, when the road race and boom took off, those guys are not running anymore. They've had, you know, mm. knee issues and this issue. And that is, cross training, I think, has helped me to kind of spread the load across my body. And uh, I, I, I don't mind sharing. Derek, never, never mind uh, sharing. I'll be 69 in January, and I just feel great. I don't have, never had any knee issues. Can go out mm-hmm. and cycle with my middle-aged buddies who are, 40 or whatever, late 30s, early 30s, and, you know, hang with them. And I, I'm sure it's cross-training. I, I'm absolutely positive mm. that it's been cross-training that's given me the longevity. Yeah, I'm I'm getting back into um, incorporating it consistently. You know, I've got a routine that I could um, – that I know I need to be following. Sometimes, you know, you know, you just want to get out and, and run. And it was funny, you know, I used to play ball, basketball back – I wasn't any good, but I played – you know, you made some of these sports teams in, in, in your community or whatever. 
And we hated doing suicides. That was like punishment, you know. And now I just want to run, and I don't want to do the cross training, which is like, yeah, but you got to do those those essential things that that the drills, the basics, is what um will get you through the uh, the long run. I could de- I definitely feel the difference. Um, when I'm on the cross training consistently or the strength training consistently, as opposed to I'm just going to get out, I'll do a little stretching and then hit the road and run. Uh, yeah, it definitely works out better in the reverse when I, when I, when I marry those two together. Oh, so what yeah, else is I, new I, for you? Hmm? No, go right ahead. I said, what else, what other races you have coming up um, in the future? What's, what's next? Well, I'm going to finish up with, uh, like I said, the uh, Miami Man in uh, November, and then uh, I'm going to go down to the Keys, the Key West. There's a little uh, international distance race down there for a couple reasons. One, I just love going to Key West. Number two, you know, those guys got bumped pretty good by the hurricane, and uh, so having people come down and spend some time there in the hotels and restaurants would be good to, you know, kind of help that part of the world recover a little bit. So uh, the race is all mm-hmm. understood, and so that'll be uh, – That'll finish up and then maybe look at a running a half marathon in, uh, you know, maybe February, January, February. The running boom just starts here because our weather cools up, cools down here. The running boom, when the rest of the world stops running down in Florida, now the running boom really kicks up. So there's five marathons between now and and uh, November and, and February, uh, 10K all over the place. I'll do a little running this, this winter. Okay. I was thinking, I'm, I was looking at a, um, a fall marathon. I've, I had uh, Rehoboth in Delaware on the radar. And I'm like, well, maybe let me see if I find a flat course in, in Florida. And uh, that might be uh, something to consider as opposed to, to Delaware. They keep saying, oh, it's a flat course. Part of it is on a trail. Uh, but it's it's going to be cold in December. I'm like, well, maybe I need to go someplace where it's warm uh, and, <laughs> and run. Yeah. Yeah, you find uh, uh, Fort Lauderdale is, is dead flat other than one little tiny bridge. I mean, it is literally dead flat. Uh, I think it's, I think you can use it as a qualifier. I know you can. Disney is fairly mm-hmm. flat, uh, and then Miami's got, I think, one one little bridge too. But uh, yeah, almost all the races here, uh, Derek, are dead flat. You're right. Mm. So I'm definitely gonna look into uh, look into Florida for a December race uh, if if I don't pull the trigger on Rehoboth. So were you impacted with the uh, with the hurricane in Weston? Uh, just a little bit. Uh, there were some trees mm-hmm. down. Lot- a lot of debris for that first two or three weeks after. Uh, I had a couple of friends who lost uh, ceiling, uh, some ceiling, th- uh, some roof tiles. But all in all, mm-hmm. it, uh, it didn't track the way it, it did first. If it had tracked the way it first, it would have been, it would have been catastrophic. Okay. Well, well, thank God that was not the case, and you you weren't uh, impacted. Yeah. We know we certainly keep the the families of those who were uh, affected by the hurricanes, both in in, in uh, Florida and. Cuba and Puerto Rico and Mexico. Oh man, these 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 events are happening more and more frequently. And uh, mm. yeah, absolutely, I agree. Yeah, but it's certainly a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule, Norm. And uh, best of luck with all your upcoming races and everything. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Bye bye.